Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Well, we played the University of Oregon Board of Regents uh, audio from Friday's meeting. I was disappointed that uh, there weren't better questions asked by the regents. There wasn't more pushback. Seemed like it was a foregone conclusion on Friday morning. What was happening for the rest of the conference? Well, here to talk about it, Pat Chun. He is the athletic director at Washington State University, and uh, he is uh, kind enough to join us. Thanks for joining us. John, always good to hear your voice. Uh, Glad to be on with you and your listeners. Give us an idea of what Friday was like in your world. So um, if, if let me start Thursday evening ended with President a conversation with President Schultz uh, where he indicated to me that there was consensus to sign the deal the following morning morning the the, the existing deal on the table um, both of us are pretty pragmatic people um, you know we recognize that nothing's done until it's signed uh, the following morning he had called and said that um, he had bad news that uh, uh, Oregon and Washington are going to the Big Ten, and typically, uh, my first my my first reaction when any any type of quote unquote crisis hits, I text Bill Stevens. They meet me in my office in ten minutes, and because <laughs> <laughs> when you're in Pullman, you can be your ten minutes away from the office. And the only shock of my morning was Bill wasn't already in the office, and he had to meet me here. So, I mean, it's it, it's uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, it, it's um, you know, you have a, 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 a over a century of a conference. It's how it's impacted student athletes, sports, culture in the West Coast, uh, how it's unified people. And, um, you know, I just met with some of our media here. And, you know, ever, you know, this is really a failure of leadership on many levels, uh, not just on one person's shoulders, but many, many people's shoulders. Um, and it's it's, um, it's it's just it's where where we're at today is, you know, is, you know, well, you know, you probably would have thought this was. Uh, unfathomable years ago, but it's a reality in this environment of college athletics. And um, now Washington State and some other schools that remain in the Pac-12 have to, you know, work to figure out what next steps look like. You know, on Thursday morning, I was told that Oregon was the key. And so I report that, you know, if Oregon stays, Washington will stay. It seemed like the conference had held off the Big 12 coming after the border schools in Utah and that you know, it really was going to stay together. It matches what you said. But is it as simple to say that if Oregon stayed, do you believe the Pac-12 sticks together? You know, I don't know who buckled first, which needs buckled first. Um, I do know that, you know, whatever happened between that Thursday evening and Friday morning, you know, transformed college athletics and West Coast football as we know, or West Coast sports as we know it. So, um yeah, it, it's it's it's. Uh, I, I guess I've never dove dove into who who was the first mover, but ultimately, both those schools electing to leave was essentially the end of the Pac-12. You guys feel betrayed at Washington State by Washington? Um, I know Cougs do, and and I, I would just and and I believe those are uh, appropriate emotions, but they need to be expanded because. This is, like I said earlier, this is the totality of, of failed leadership and, um, you know, flawed vision, uh, failed implementation, um, you know, and then you fast forward, it's, it's, 
you know, we this this league has been mis- grossly mismanaged. I mean, one could say for over a decade, and you just can't operate anymore. And that led to uh, dissension, acrimony, um, and then ultimately to dissolution of the conference. Pat Chun is the athletic director at Washington State. Um, a lot of people are uh, in shock and absorbing that, and as you said, frustrated. You don't have time to do that as an administrator. You've got to pivot along with your university president and start to get busy um, figuring out where you fit in the landscape. Uh, what are those initial steps on Friday morning as this is unfolding and you know, you're know you summoning people to your office? Are you hiring consulting firms? Are you uh, are you already well down that road? What, what are those first few hours like? Well, I think first, it, it you know, it, the whole, you know, when you go back to Friday, you know, one, this was always a potential outcome. So it's not like we were oblivious to, to the potential of this. It's just, it's pretty clear as we strategize the future of Washington State, our best option was always going to be the Pac-12 staying together going forward and trying to figure out um, what its next iteration looked like, because you're, you know, this better than most, John, it's, you know, the second we get a TV deal signed, um, realignment's still happening, conference movement's still happening, nothing changes. We just would have bought ourselves some time to figure out what the next iteration of college football looked like. Maybe with the exception, though, we had a unique partner in Apple that we time would tell, did that allow us to, to operate um, with a little bit more offense than we've had in the past? Because, you know, we've had failed strategies. It's almost no strategy, it felt like, the last couple of years. So, um, so you know, Friday we kind of moved in slow motion uh, just because you're trying to just get a sense on what the other schools are doing. Um, you know, it's, you know, the, of, of the four, school left, four schools left, obviously the other three athletic directors, we've all been communicative and talked through the weekend. And really just, you know, working with President Schultz to figure out, um, you know, we got to figure out what, what our best options are. We got to try to keep some options um, alive. And, you know, where we sit today, we're, we're – we're going to take the best option to go forward and we just have to identify what that looks like. We, we, you know, we had, you know, what is today, Wednesday, we had a student, we met with our student athletes yesterday. Uh, at least those are in ta- that are in town. Uh, so for us, it was, um, I think football, maybe men's basketball, volleyball and women's soccer. Uh, and we spent about, you know, 15, 20 minutes, minutes with them. Uh, President Schultz and I, we got some feedback on, on, you know, just kind of what their thoughts were and, you know, it's a hard time because you don't have any real answers. So when there's a vacuum of information, there's just there's just more consternation. But, you know, we also wanted to remind them that that, you know, the experiences that they've been used to in the Pac-12 will be the same this year. And our goal is to, to put them put ourselves in a situation that their experiences will be similar going forward. And um, ultimately, we got to do as an athletic department what our athletes do every single day and take it play by play, pitch by pitch, you know, possession by possession, and we got to control what the controllables are, and, you know, that, that's what we have to discipline ourselves to do. The decision tree that sits in front of Washington State now, is that first fork in the road trying to figure out, hey, do all four schools fit together, or what is that first fork in the road that you need to sort of deal with? I think I, maybe not fit together because I think history has shown we do. So it's just more, um, are there four schools when, when all the dust continues to settle uh, going forward together? Is that three? Is that two? Is that one? Is that none? Uh, so those are, that, that's really that your, your instincts are correct. That is kind of the first step. And, and, you know, and, and when we're, we're continuing to, 
develop what we can develop as options on the go forward. But that that really is the first step to see, all right, when the dust, you know, temporarily settles, where are these four schools at? And, you know, what, what, what optionality does that give us? The, the geography of all of this is insane. Even as Cal and Stanford are looking at the ACC, and I realize why they're doing it, it's insane. The Big Ten geography is insane. Has college athletics lost its mind? Yes. Yes, it it is. But but let me let me rephrase that. Market forces are driving us apart, and it's no secret they're driven by television. Um, you know, and and there there's there's there is a lack of leadership or no leadership, depending on your perspective, in college football. And college football is driving these decisions. So I mean, this this is all, and I think you and I have talked about it about this. These are all lessons in leadership. The Pac-12 failed because because of failed leadership. Uh, college football is fracturing right before our eyes because there's no leadership. So at the end of the day, when there's a void of leadership, these are the outcomes that you have to deal with and you have to figure out how to how to operate around. It's it's just crazy to me. It, it, it You know, and Chip Kelly comes out and says, hey, we should just separate major college football. And I think the chorus was that would be great for the non-revenue generating sports who are getting dragged along for the football ride. Do you feel like that decision is – um, you know, in the next couple years, or is that a 10, 15 year decision where football maybe has to decide if it wants to be part of the rest of the college athletic department? I think if we're really true to our values and we care, really care about student athletes, those decisions um, need to be made sooner than later. But we all recognize what's driving college football apart. And I salute Chip Kelly because, um, you know, such a simple solution. <laughs> Is is at the ready for Chip Kelly, and he's not. And uh, and it's odd that his simple solution obviously has uh, could work, but it would take so much leadership to get so many uh, competing interests to align for the betterment of the whole, which which right now is not happening. Pat Chun is the athletic director, of Washington State, uh, Oregon State, Washington State. We've we've kind of viewed those two schools as maybe having. Uh, a similar predicament right now. Um, the Mountain West Conference could offer a haven there. There seems to be in some enthusiasm. Maybe that's a fallback plan. I don't know. But there seems to be some access to the playoff in that conference. If you can compete at the top of that conference, you can get into the playoff. Is that enough uh, you know, to, to, to make Washington State thrive? Or do you need a TV deal that, that comes with you know, $20, $30 million to, to make your budget? Uh, I think it's all the above. Um, I think that's where we have to flesh out what is the best option for us, who is with us from what le- what's left of the Pac-12, um, and those are the types of decisions we have to make. But you know, it, it's um, you know, it, like I, like I told our athletes, we're going to be okay. It's it's going to be different, but we're going to be okay, and we just have to continue to figure out what checks the most boxes to allow us to keep going forward. There there is a commitment at Washington State. To compete at the highest levels, uh, we're not going to let uh, a label or brand uh, define who we are. Because the reality, and you know our place better than most, covering us is we have never allowed the external world to define who we are at Washington State, um, and that dates back to Jack Thompson, Mike Price, Drew Bledsoe, Gardner Minshew, Clay Thompson, Morgan Weaver. You go down the list. Um, uh, we're going to continue to fight. We're going to compete. Uh, one of our staff members reminded me that. We've always had to. We've always had to punch above our weight. 
uh, in the Pac-12, and we've always had to prove our doubters and naysayers wrong just by being the best we're supposed to be, and that best has uh, taken us to some of some of the highest plateaus of college athletics. So, um, you know, we'll, we we will continue to be Washington State. Uh, we're not going to be apologetic for that, and we're going to continue to fight forward. Do you want to play Washington in a rivalry game, or is it too raw right now? Uh, no, I, I've told people we are not going to make an emotional decision about playing the Apple Cup because, one, the pragmatic piece is football schedule is complicated. Uh, two, is is um, that is a national rivalry um, with national value, and we'll make a business decision based on hosting that game every other year and if a TV partner that we're uh, uh, working with um, – obviously sees the value, which I would assume they would in that game. We'll, we'll make the right decision for, for Washington State based on, based, on, um, based on finances and based on uh, you know, current information as opposed to uh, emotional-based uh, uh, decisions. I think that's a pragmatic way to go about it. It sounds like leadership. Um, let me ask you this. Um, you know, for those of us who are walking around going, is there any going back? Um, I had an administrator in another conference, another conference commissioner, not in the western part of the United States, say that they believe that this will ultimately unwind itself five, ten years from now. Will there be anything to come back to? We don't know. But do you share that hope, that enthusiasm, that some of this can be unwound, or do you think the ship has sailed? This is not over. And I've told my college administrator friends, don't be naive. Um, you know, we're labeled, Corvallis is labeled um, because of, perceived television markets you know cal and stanford are labeled because uh, apparently academics is more important than athletics there um there we're here because of market driven forces those are going to continue unless there's fundamental changes in college athletics which right now because there's no leadership there there will not be uh the leagues that are led well are going to continue to thrive and the rest of us who are just moving along without any strategy, reactionary uh, to what they believe the market is telling them, reactionary to what their TV partners are telling them, uh, this is going to continue to happen. So um, I've told all of our constituents, you know, where we're at today is not going to be where we're at tomorrow. Uh, no different. It's different than where we were at last week. Uh, but this thing is far from over because realignments happened for the last 100 years. Uh, and, and it will continue to happen, and really, one, until there's leadership, but two, um, it, it, is, it is part of college football. Pat Chun, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. All right, John. Have a good day. We'll talk to you soon. Great stuff there. Pat Chun, Washington State AD. Watch your phone calls, 503-417-7575. Coming up, uh, we're going to hear from Mike Parker, Oregon State broadcaster. You heard from Pat Chun. Um, I want to take some calls. I'll take them off the top of the next segment. We'll jump right into Mike Parker's interview. Connor Letourneau, the San Francisco Chronicle, coming up as well. I thought Chun raised some great points about the lack of leadership in the Pac-12, the downfall. Not really pointing a finger at Oregon. I think that's a fair outlook to take if you're the AD. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.